podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Trampled Bet podcast for Saturday, the 21st of November with your host Gordo, because John's not here, and Andy. Hi Gordo, how you doing? Not bad, not bad. We were just talking about this before the podcast. We basically do golf, baseball, anything that doesn't involve a GBH, we do the podcast for. Like anything that doesn't involve like a man getting kicked is probably us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's us. Darts, yeah. horse racing. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe a horse, good can stuff. Kick, a horse can kick a man, I suppose. I never took that into consideration. Um, it's not inte- it, it, it's it not shouldn't int- really be happening, though. It's yeah. not integral to that sport. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Matching horse racing was just fighting horses. Different game. Different game do altogether. Remember, do you remember a computer game for the Mega Drive called, I think it was called either Road Rash or Road Rage? I don't actually. It was motorcycle racing, but a key part of it was fighting during the race. Like you could <laughs> yes. punch people as you went or, and then you could get weapons. I don't know where you got them from. Usually uh-huh. stealing them off other drivers, but how did they get them? Uh, like two by fours or baseball bats or metal nice. chains that you could just help people with. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ah, well, anyway. uh, yeah, completely unrelated. Yeah. So we had no podcast last week due to the international break in which Scotland qualified for its first major tournament in 22 years, which was great. Um, uh, other other games did happen as well. This is a global uh, podcast. Yeah, it's, it's other games other games happened as well. I believe Japan had a, had a good few games that you had some interest in. Vigalta Sendai are crawling their way back up through the table um, by taking points still, off the big boys. They're, they're still bottom. Oh like, yeah, they're like, still they're still. Like, let's not get ahead of ourselves here, Gordon. Like but, they're yeah. still rubbish and they're still bottom. Um. So yeah, there was a, there was a few Japanese games as the as the internationals happened around the world, but very little to report apart from the U.S. Masters. Um. Obviously, we'd done podcasts on that, and Cameron Smith came second, which was a, a seventy to one each way shot I had, and also side bet with you. So yes. I look forward to receiving that's the, the battle of the Cameron's money. I battle the Camerons. I've, I've, I'm, I'm now zero for two on side bets in major golf tournaments this year. I keep picking the wrong guys. Um, I had a few guys who, who would have got you some money if you backed them at William Hills. So um, it, that was pretty good. But uh, yeah, so we're back with the football version this week. In John's absence this week, he's just too busy, is, is, is the excuse he gave, because he's huge time now. Um, what we'll do is we'll read out John's pick, we'll slaughter it a bit, then we'll move on to Andy's and mine as we would usually do the podcast. So John's banker this week is Man United versus West Brom, a goal in the second half at the, oh, what do you think the tasty odds that John has selected for here? One to six. So yeah, I think that's he, standard. It's standard. Standard John, standard John Walker bet. Nice and, you know, boost those odds. Great. Yeah. One to six. Fantastic. How do you like it? <laughs> um, but yeah, so, I mean, it, it, it's goals versus goals in the second half. His, his reasoning he sent us here is banker West Brom Go, are pish, uh, and United scored four late versus RB Leipzig. So, I, mean, I thought you were just going to say reasoning. Lots of goals happen in the second yeah, half. Yeah, that's a, there's only two halves. No <laughs> reason. <laughs> goals um i mean uh, yeah I, I think it's a good pick I, I i don't quibble with john's bankers he's got a much better record than i do but yeah so that's john's banker this week andy take us away yeah so i'm i've got much, much higher odds um i guess people would say it's probably less of a banker then but i think this is a pretty dead cert that chelsea beat newcastle at the weekend 
Um, so England Premier League, Saturday at half past 12 UK time. You'll get Chelsea away from home at Newcastle at 1-2. to Chelsea have scored the most goals in the league, uh, 20 goals, and also the best goal difference in the entire table, plus 10. Um, that puts them fifth, only three points behind Leicester, who are top uh, with uh, 15 points. So eight, eight games played, fifth in the table, only three points behind the top. Chelsea look good as well. Um, yeah, they're an interesting of, team. We we watch the games, um, and a lot of our listeners will will follow the English Premier League. They'll know they'll know how good Chelsea are, what they can do. Um, so no surprise, really, that they're up the top end of the table. Newcastle have 11 points, right? And they're in 13th place. But I think it's also fair to say that they're still pretty rubbish. Um, I don't know if you've I don't know if you've seen much of them. They were absolutely dire last time out in their 2-0 loss away at Southampton. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've also watched several games of theirs where I think... I, I'm involved in various different Facebook groups where we talk about talk about football. Um, and one of them has a couple of really big Newcastle United fans. And they can't believe how many points they've managed to jam this season. Like playing not very well. Or, yeah. or I'm getting updates during it going, oh man, we look so bad. And then you'll get a flash score alert like 15 minutes later going, Newcastle have gone 1-0 up. And they're like, yeah, I don't know how this has happened. Yeah, um, I think they'll struggle to do that against Chelsea. I also think they'll struggle to do that considering it's been confirmed that their main, their main striker, Callum Wilson, won't feature in this game. Um, so take away the, a lot of their goal threat. Maybe, maybe Andy Carroll will start. What, what can he do against Chelsea? I guess we'll find out. Yeah. I think Chelsea will be far too strong for them. And I think 1-2 is, is a good price. Yeah, I mean, you've actually got the highest price banker of the three of us uh, this this for this uh, iteration. But I think it's a great a great pick. Chelsea have been really good and uh, enjoying watching them. They're also generating a lot of goals for the fantasy leagues. I know they that are. people have picked up so Werner. I've got Werner. And, up. Yeah. I've, got Werner. Um, I've got Werner, I think, in all three of my leagues. Um, maybe not in the salary league. That's the only bit. <laughs> in the draft leagues, I've got Werner. Yeah, and Havertz has been great so far. Um, yeah, he's, question, he's questionable as to whether he starts at the weekend, but I, I don't think him starting means too much. I, I think Chelsea will still win even if he doesn't start the game. Yeah. Okay. Well, perfect. Well, I'll round us off for the bankers then um, by going to the Sierra A. It is at seven forty-five on Saturday night. It is Juventus versus Cagliari. Um, now, Juventus have been really, really poor, technically, for the for the start of their season. I mean, if you look at the table overall, you've got Juventus in fifth place with 13 points, Cagliari in uh, 11th with 10 points. This is Juventus's worst start to the season uh, they've had in five years. They were missing Ronaldo for some of that. He's now back. You know, mm. at, at Cagliari, if you look at the results they've had away, we've talked about them recently on the podcast. They lost to Bologna. Aaron Hickey's Bologna when John backed them to win that game. Yeah. Apart from that, they've been pretty. You know, they've, 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 they've been pretty good. Um, I, I think Juventus will go over the top of them. I think with with uh, Ronaldo being back, the only other people they're missing from that team um, were Aaron Ramsey and Diabala were the two people that they're missing. They've got enough firepower with with Ronaldo up there to to do the damage. I think, and at one to three, I think it's quite a good price for a Juventus side that. Well, probably, you know, with with the Italian leagues, when you watch them quite often, the games aren't settled by much, but that doesn't really give an indication of how dominant a team can be. Absolutely. Yeah, and, uh, that, that's a very good point. And I think Juventus are, I mean, they're unbeaten so far. They've won three, drawn four. Um, but I, I think Juventus will go out and win this game. And that's why I'm taking them at one to three as my banker. I can't argue against that. 
Yeah. Okay, well, we're back to John's picks now then, and let's see what he's put for his reasoning for this one. So he has, he's taken Everton, and he's taking them to... Um, I'm trying to see who he's playing. He's got them playing here. He's got, he's, he's missed out his, uh, he's missed out his pick. Thank you, John, for sending that, attending us that through there. He's got, um, let's have a look here. So, 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 so it's what, what is he picking an Everton win at the weekend? Yeah, he's got Everton. Away at Fulham. Yeah, but he didn't. Yeah, he that had... makes, that makes sense because he hates Fulham. He does um, hate Fulham. And backing, and backing against Fulham has been a very productive thing to do this season. Um, John, John, and myself at the beginning agreed uh, in the sort of season-long podcast that Fulham to get relegated is an excellent bet. Uh, Fulham to finish bottom of the table is probably even better um, in terms of in terms of the odds you'd get. Mm-hmm. I mean, That's they've good. won just one of eight matches yeah. so far in the league. That's not good. Uh, fortunately for them, there's teams that have done worse so far. Yeah, but. Uh, that sort of glosses over the fact that they are really, really poor, and Everton have started very, very well. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like this pick. The other thing to note about it is it's it's the game that's been shown on BBC One this weekend. So if anyone, ah, okay, because it's scrapped pay per view. Yeah, so this will be a, a good game for anyone will be able to pick up, uh, even anywhere in the world actually, because because um, of the BBC download players you can get generally for that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, nine to ten is a big price away for Everton, having seen. Uh, Fulham's front line falter um, when it came to when it came to Scotland's performance over the last uh, <laughs> the last couple of weeks. Um, uh, yeah, they've, they've got nothing. The only win they got was uh, when we were playing in the Trample Bet League. Um, yeah, which nearly yeah. miraculously got me out of that one. And um, to be fair, like that was a game what against West Brom, who are also terrible. Yeah. Yeah, uh, West, so, they, they might pick up against West Brom or Sheffield United, but that's about it. Exactly. You can't, you know, they've got their first win, but their first win was against another struggling team. Yeah. Um, that could have gone either way. So, yeah, Everton, I mean, they've lost, what, the last two or three times out, maybe? I think the last three times out, mm-hmm. Everton now. Um, so they'll be keen to, to win this game. You know, this is a good opportunity for them to get a bit of morale back, put in a good shift, pick up three points and try and push their season on because they started really well and they've hit a tiny bit of a slump but yeah. um, if you want to get if you want to get out of a tidy slump playing Fulham is probably <laughs> the best way to do it <laughs> play the team who really don't like scoring and love conceding goals would be great <laughs> um, but yeah 9 to 10 good, good price there for John who have you got in your bank uh, your value sorry value pick I'm in Japan on Saturday morning so 6am UK time Vigalta Sendai who you've mentioned already play the Kashima Antlers and I'm going to take the Antlers to win away from home at what I think is quite good odds uh, of five to seven currently. They were five to six, but they've they've come in slightly. Um, so Sendai had a, a freak four 0 home win against Gambo Zaka um, last weekend, and managed to rescue a draw against Tokyo midweek. So they were behind twice um, and clawed it back. They got a goal five minutes from time to to finish that game two two. But even with that, they're still last in the table with eighteen points from twenty eight games, and it's not like anything drastic has changed with them. Uh, I do see the 4 0 home win against Giozaka just being one of those games where just everything went right for them. Yeah. Um, the the Antlers are in sixth place, but that's only three points behind third place, and that's where you want to be in the Japanese league. If you're not going to win it, you want to be in the top three. Um, so they're only three points behind third place Nagoya. They'll be confident of winning this one against Sendai because the, the Antlers are actually in really good form. Ten points from the last five matches. They're also one of the best road teams in the entire league. I think uh, third out of eighteen. In away from home performances, points wise, 
27 points picked up from 16 away games. So they travel well. They're in good form. They're playing Vigalta Sendai. We all know Sendai aren't very good, uh, albeit they did have an excellent result last weekend. Um, but I think this will just be back to normality. A, re- a bit of a return to mean um, for Vigalta Sendai and I fancy the Antlers to win. So you're getting them around even. Good odds around even money then. That, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, Sendai have only picked up six points at home. All season, <laughs> that's yeah. They're, that's not, the, they're, that's not, the they're not good. That's that 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 is very indicative of that. But uh, yeah, so I will take us to the final of the value picks. Um, a much more familiar league for me. This is the French League Two. This is Saturday, um, and it is Saturday at six o'clock. I'm taking Paris FC at home to Auxerre. Paris FC are on an absolute route at the moment. They've won their last five mm. games on a row. Um, if you look at their last five home games, they've only lost one of them, and that was to Nancy. They're top of the table from, from their 10 games played. They've got 25 points. And the reason you're getting this is a value pick and not a banker is because of who they're playing. Now, they're playing Auxerre, who are in sixth place with 16 points. So they're not that far behind them in the table. And they're actually two points off second. The way the French League has been, um, and I had talked about recently, was apart from Paris FC, it really is anyone's. Between second place um, has 18 points and 12th place has 13 points. So there's really not much yeah. you know, to go on there. I think Paris FC will beat Auxerre. If you look at the head-to-heads previously, last three times these teams have played, Paris FC have came out on top 2-0, 3-0, 2-1. Um, Auxerre's away form has been pretty poor. They've been doing most of the damage at home. They drew two each with Rode. They lost to Green Gap and they lost to Toulouse, who'd been really poor since they've dropped down a division. So I see this only going one way and I see it being Paris FC. And you're getting them at the odds of 6-5. to five. So just over even That's money good. for that. Yeah, I'll take a I'll take a piece of that. I like it. I like the reasoning. Uh, Paris have treated us very well anytime you picked them. So I yeah. am a I am a fan. I am a fan. I am a fan. So uh, John's outsider here. I do have that to hand. I've just noticed where he put it there. Uh, he's got away Cove Rangers at well at Falkirk, and his yeah. reasoning is well, he's spelt it wrong. He's got cover. 1-4, but I'm assuming he means Cove. Uh, Cove won 4, uh, 9 and 1 against. They're the best team in the league. So, And he's getting them at 9-5. to five. Do you see any problems with that? Not really. Not for an outsider. I find it very difficult to, to pick holes in people's outsiders bets because obviously yeah. they're outsiders for a reason. They're not expected to win. Um, better than 2-1. to one. I mean, yeah, sounds, sounds reasonable to me for a team that's bossing the division so far. Yeah. Up for that. Well, take it away then, Andy. What have you got for your outsider? So I'm I'm exactly the same odds. I'm I'm Sunday, one PM in the Danish Superliga, so the top division in Denmark. Alberg versus Norgeland. I'll take Norgeland uh, for an away win at nine to four. So we're eight games into the Danish Superliga season. Uh, these teams are sixth and seventh position. Alberg on fourteen points, Norgeland on twelve. Um, so although they're higher in the table, Alberg have a goal difference of zero, while Norgeland have a goal difference of plus five. Um, so there's a wee bit of a, a, a disparity there. In the last round of league fixtures, Norgeland smashed last year's champions, Michelin, 4-1. Just absolutely routed them. They've also played very well against local rivals, FC Copenhagen and also Bronby. Um, I, I tend to follow the, the Norgeland results and, and all the results of the Copenhagen-based teams. The thing that really stands out for me here, so the point A, I guess, is both teams look equally, reasonably equally matched. So if you get two equally matched teams and you can get one of them at nine to four, 
I'm always going to take the side yeah. that's 9-4. to four. The second is, so point B, is Norgeland really like this fixture? So the last five meetings of the teams have been three Norgeland wins and two draws. And the last two games, so the two games played last season that were at Alborg, so away games for Norgeland, Norgeland won them both 3-1 and 4-0 most recently. That's pretty so, impressive. <laughs> Yeah, so they like so they see they like the fixture and they also like winning at Alborg. So better than two to one is a big price. Obviously, it's an outsider bet. Is like don't think don't don't be putting this on all your coupons. Going oh, I found a, a two to one certainty. It's obviously not a certainty. Two to one, but, is, but yeah, but better than two to one is is a very good spot um, to back an away win. Nice, I like it. I, I, when you go to Denmark or Japan, I just generally leave you alone. You, you do quite well in both <laughs> those countries. Um, Okay, I'll round off our outsiders then. I am in La Liga. I am the, the earliest game on my, my coupon of the weekend. Uh, this is at quarter past three. This is Villarreal versus Real Madrid. Now, if I ask you to name the top five in Spain just now, I, I mean, how many of them can you pick? Because it's a bit mental having looked at it this league. A, it is a bit mental. Um, probably, Probably not very many. No. So you've got you've got Real Sociedad sitting on top with 20 points, Villarreal in second with 18 points. In third place, you've got Atletico Madrid in 17, and in fourth place, you've got Real Madrid in 16 points. Now, Villarreal have been really good. They're also playing in the Europa League. They're beating teams comfortably there. Their last five fixtures competitively, uh, they have won four, drawn one. Real Madrid most recently just came off an absolute doing by Valencia who seem to be the bogey team this year for both us picking them and any time that, uh, you know, any of the big teams seem to play them. Um, Valencia beat them 4-1 uh, very recently, and that was after Real Madrid took the lead, which is more uh, more concerningly for them. You've got Real Madrid going up 1-0, 23 minutes in, then Valencia coming back and scoring four, well, three penalties and one own goal. Um, yeah. So so pretty, pretty damn, you know, pretty damn convincing win over them. Now, Villarreal versus Real Madrid. I think the worst that both teams will want here is a draw. Mm-hmm. I think that if you look at Villarreal's home record, they've won their last five. You look at Real Madrid's, they've won three. Drew with Borussia Mönchengladbach and lost to Valencia. The last three iterations of this game have ended a 2-2 draw. So that was 2019, 2019, 2018 have been 2-2 draws. And the game before that was 3-2 Real Madrid. So... If you fancy a bit of extra spice in there, you can take this as a two-each draw, which I think it will be. I think this will probably go around that time as well. But if you just fancy a straight-up draw, you're getting that at three to one. Now, I think that's really good because I don't think... Villarreal are hard to break down and they're beating teams comfortably at the moment. Real Madrid, with the exception of the Valencia game, which is a bit funky and they're having three penalties and a one goal is the reason you've Mm. lost the game. They grind out tough results against people. I mean... If you look at the results before then, they drew 0-0 with Real Sociedad, who are actually top of the league there. Yeah, yeah, they've 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 won a lot of games. They've won a lot of games, and they drew with Borussia Mönchengladbach as well in, in the Champions League. I think this is going to end up a draw and probably a two-each one. So for the regular outsider, uh, that is going to be three to one. If you want to take the correct score here for two-each, you can get it at, let me just roll to get the most accurate one, 11 to one. Um, so yeah, at three to one, and a draw between Villarreal and Real Madrid is my outsider pick. So now we move to the charity bets. So John's charity selection, he has... So the charity charity bet, treble, all three selections need to come in and the winnings go 
to Beats and Cancer Trust. So yes, it, it goes to the Beats and Cancer Trust there. Um, John's charity selection, which could have been yours, to be honest, um, having seen the shirt in the background and knowing you as a person, is yeah, Dundee United to be Hamilton. So no. Andy, tell us about this pick, because I don't know. We struggle in plastic pitches. We've been really bad on them over the past few years. It was any time we had to play in a plastic pitch in the, the years, the four, previous four seasons in the championship, we really struggled. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess John. I mean, John said our firepower up front, but we have not been scoring goals. We've been, we've been. I think two of our last four or five games, we've had zero shots on target during the whole game. You're not going to win many games without without taking shots at goal. Yeah. Um, I'm a Dundee United fan. I want us to do well. Uh, me commentating on this game or commenting on this game probably isn't the best place. I mean, it might be it might be a fine pick. Maybe it's just I'm, I'm too jaded by by years of, of following the Tangerines. But we we seem to be creating very little. Yeah. That's my that's my problem here. Um, can we win this game? Yeah, absolutely. Of course we can. Um, Will will we win this game? I don't know. Uh, there was a there was a thread recently that had the um, there was a thread that recently had what's your um, most kind of out there football opinion? And there was a whole bunch of things we we talked about this fairly recently that um, every Newcastle versus Burnley game has been a draw ever. Like no one's ever commented yeah. on various different things. My I, I posted one because it, it, outside of the old firm, every team that Hamilton play they draw against well yeah there's just there's just something about us playing Hamilton like I know I know this game's at home so we don't have the we don't have the plastic pitch to play on this time but anytime we play against a team that that has a plastic pitch we we just struggle against them I I don't know why it is I like that just owners of plastic pitches not even playing on them no it's it it must be the way that they, they they train, they set up. I don't know what it is, like a- anything to do with it. I don't think we've beaten Hamilton in ages. Ugh. I mean, I, I'd, I'd have to look it up. Hold on. I, I mean, to... I don't like the pick anyway, because I think it'll end up a draw, a nil-nil draw. More I hope it doesn't. I, I mean, I think Dundee United are more than capable of winning this game. Let me look at this. Right, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You have to go back eight times before we beat Hamilton. Yeah. And I mean, right. if you if you we're look just, at the, we're just not good at playing them. And your last, I, and I, four of your last five games have ended up nil nil. Oh, Dundee United's. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's as I said, we're toothless up front. Yeah. Um. Albeit we have Lauren Shankland, we're not providing him with any opportunities. I mean, in all honesty, the best opportunity we have of scoring a goal is we get a penalty and Nicky Clark scores it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Hamilton did just get absolutely trounced by Rangers. And then beat by Stuttgart. Yeah, but lots of lots lots of teams are going to get trounced by Rangers. Um, yeah, I, I, I realise we're spending a lot of time on this pick, and yeah, it's John's I charity see, pick. So that's, so that's you know that's that's fine. And I am a Dundee United fan, so I'm biased, and I'm biased in a way that isn't necessarily in favour of my own team. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I, I'll be watching the game. I am a season ticket holder with Dundee United, so I'll be I'll be watching the live stream of the game, uh, and I'd be delighted if we won. Yeah, and I hope we, for the charity bet's sake, I hope you win as well. So, take us to your charity bet then. Um, Sunday, two o'clock in the English Premier League, Sheffield United v West Ham. So Sheffield are bottom of the table, one point from eight matches. Um, unsurprisingly, with that points tally, rock bottom. 
Uh, West Ham have 11 points from eight games. They've taken eight points from their last five matches, right? So that's that's reasonable, right? But when you consider who they who they played, Leicester, Tottenham, Man City, Liverpool, and then most recently a win against Fulham. So that's eight points against a really hard schedule. Yeah. Uh, I quite fancy the fact you're getting West Ham at seven to five. That's that's, that's just a big price. Um, I, th- I, ju- I just think the strength of schedule that they've played recently and to come out of it relatively unscathed, yeah, with a pretty respectable eight points from five games is is tremendous. Um, and, really I, and I like what they were really yeah. good against Liverpool and they were unlucky not to get something out of the game. I like what I've seen against them anytime I've seen them on the television. So seven to five West Ham. Nice. Well, I'll round off the treble here of backing against the teams that are shit in the Premier League at the moment um, by taking so uh, by taking Aston Villa to beat Brighton. Um, now we've watched Aston Villa recently. Their home form hasn't been particularly good. They lost four three to Southampton. They lost three 0 to Leeds. They beat Liverpool seven two. Yes, uh, they lost to Stoke and then they beat Sheffield United one 0 I don't think that reflects how well they're playing overall, though. Because they just went to Arsenal in the Premier League and won three 0 away from home. Yeah, and 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 they were good in that game. Yeah, and, and they were they were really good in that game. And you know they were they, they were deserving of of a full three 0 win. Let, let's be honest, possibly more. Yeah, and they did exactly what they did to Liverpool. To they did to Arsenal as well. They just you know they picked us apart on the break. They picked you apart on the break. They picked us apart on the break as well. Um, you know, they've beaten teams that are really, really good in the Premier League. And the reason you're getting good odds on this pick is because they've struggled against teams who aren't. And Brighton are exactly the teams who aren't. Brighton drew yeah. 0-0 with Burnley in a game that no one will ever remember. They lost 2-1 to Tottenham. They drew 0-0 with... Uh, they drew 1-1 with Brest Brom. They drew 1-1 with Crystal Palace. And then they lost to Everton. Now... I think Aston Villa will come back from the international break buoyant because their players have played tremendously. John McGinn was excellent. Jack Grealish has been fantastic for England and is getting all this kind of praise coming back from it there. Their players are still warm to that. How many of the Brighton starting 11 play international football? You're asking me to guess because it would have to be a guess. Two. So I, I, I would say that, well, two in the Euros think that they have international players but they play for other the other teams um but yeah so i see aston villa coming out here and eight to seven which is the most recent odds or nine to seven sorry on unibet you can get i think that's a great price for them to come out and beat brighton i think it will be a bit of a squeaky bum game i think they'll probably win it 2-1 with a late goal um but i think for over even money for a team that are world's streets ahead of brighton streets ahead to come out and do what they need to start doing in the Premier League which is grinding out results against teams that are terrible so mm. 8-7 to seven there for that so that's a charity treble Dundee United West Ham and Aston Villa tenor on that of our own money any winnings go to Beats and Cancer Trust up to the Beats so do you have any other surprise bonus picks or nope. anything to mention for the for the week weekend nope. coming ahead Absolutely not. These are these are the picks I will be investing fully in um, to for, for this week ahead. I'll keep an eye on the Facebook. I see Michael Stokes has posted some rugby content already. Yes. I always I always da- I always dabble in that. Mm-hmm. Um, provided provided I see the notification in time, yeah, um, which I have this week. So um, that's the fa- that's our Facebook group. If you go to onto Facebook, you search Trample Bet Podcast. Just ask to join the group. There's loads of good content in there. Uh, community of a, a couple of hundred people. 
um, that all love their sports betting and know about various different bits and bobs, um, posting hints and tips and just things that uh, they like the look of for the coming weekend. So yeah. very well, um, very well worthwhile doing that. Um, we also have our Patreon channel. So as soon as yes. we've finished recording this, you'll get an unedited uh, video recording of this Zoom call that Gordon and I have done. Um, so you get early access to the podcast. You get all the picks in the podcast in a handy cheat sheet format written down um, in your Patreon feed. So you don't need to take notes or try and remember what was said um, on the podcast and all sorts of other content as well. Uh, yeah. Golf podcasts, UFC podcasts, horse racing, uh, darts. Whenever there's a big sporting event that's uh, that's worthwhile betting on um, yeah. for, for interest's sake, we'll be all over it. It's £6 a month and it's patreon.com forward slash trample bet or download the patreon app and just search for us uh it's the trample bet club and you will catch us both there so yeah with i mean i i have no more to add to this i mean john if you're listening to this thanks for taking the time out to your busy day to, to join us and send us across your picks it was, it was really nice and uh we will catch you both next week happy hunting bye Podcast Network.